Okay, so as promised, we are doing episode nine with Sharon. Hi, Sharon. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so we kind of were saying before we started recording that this episode nine doesn't have a whole lot, but of course, we're going to talk about other things as we have done before. But just in general, what did you think about these three episodes that we got? Three. <laughs> okay, so yeah, the the one thing that comes into my mind and I like, guess sticks with me, like, like, I feel like especially episode seven and then a little bit in episode eight, I could just tell how edited the episodes are mm-hmm. to to the to the point where i'm like this is not even an authentic conversation because i could see how much has been edited um really yeah yeah i don't know if i was looking that closely but i wasn't even trying to but like for example like the one at like the specific moment where i'm like oh my god that was such an edited conversation was the conversation clay was having with ad regarding the whole um like fear about uh cheating and his whole like family history let's see um, is that editing or is that him not being like no that's that's authentic? like no that's editing because you think it's like, editing i think the conversation like whatever he was saying like it, he was saying it i do i don't think like they altered the conversation but i'm saying they cut a lot of a lot of like maybe yeah like 80s yeah. point of view like this there's no way in any normal conversation where it would be just him talking for two minutes about that situation and 80 just be like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like there's gonna be some back and forth there's gonna be like wait what do you mean by that wait so are you trying to insinuate that you you see yourself cheating like you know what i'm saying like 100 mm-hmm. there's something and i just like didn't i i wanted i wanted it to be indulged more that i and i guess that's where i'm like oh this is so edited because if i was in that situation i'd be asking for more clarity regarding this and like it wasn't presented because obviously that's, they're trying they're trying to yeah that's true. sprinkle drama but i think also i think we're gonna get a, maybe a little bit more with that conversation yeah episodes yeah i think so for sure for sure and maybe that's why they did that. yeah maybe mm-hmm. um because yes i would be asking a lot of questions i would be kind of well is that seriously a fear of yours because we're yeah. getting married here and you know, um, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely get in. I, mean, yeah. I feel like we don't talk a lot about Clay and AD in the ninth episode, but mm-hmm. and I feel like there's actually not a lot that I really needed to discuss, except for um, when he. I mean, I don't like to give him a lot of leeway just because <laughs> him, but <laughs> when. I think it was in the seventh episode yeah. when he's kind of saying to her, kind of like what you're saying, his fears, his, you know, not wanting to disappoint her. Yeah. Because this day's going to be important to her. I keep, when I, when I hear someone say, this is going to be important to you, it's like, okay, so it's not important to you. Like, well, but anyway, when he's saying things like that and how she very quickly flips. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, but now you're having this energy. You, okay, you knew that he is not necessarily equipped for this. Yeah. He was very honest with you in the pods. Yeah. Honestly, with 
if not necessarily just with his words, then with how he approaches things, mm-hmm. how he reacts to things. Mm-hmm. He's been f- very honest with, if not words, at least with his actions and how he takes things. Yeah. And you want to act surprised that he maybe feels a way about not wanting to disappoint you? Mm-hmm. Come on. Like, this definitely, it stems from the fact that like, because of this experiment, you don't necessarily know a person's body language. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you really, you feel like you know them and you love them. But one thing that's missing in this entire experience is like understanding body language. And I think that's where it was stemming from the whole like, yo, you flipped so suddenly, what the heck? And she got her defenses up because she obviously took it personal. And then remember when she was having that conversation with Jeremy, she realized, okay, it's not me. It's not me. It's just him. It's just how he is. Like he needs that time and that moment to reflect because a lot of things are running his head. Yeah. It was really helpful that he told her that because, yes, I mean, again, I think, I think again, as just humans, Mm-hmm. Maybe sometimes women can be a little more like this. We mm-hmm. tend to get up very much in our feelings about when yeah. things don't make sense. Like sometimes I'm even guilty of that. Yeah. Um, Because like, you know, if my boyfriend's not like responding to me in a certain way or, you know, is acting a certain way, sometimes I'm even like something wrong. But yeah. like with us, but you have to learn like sometimes a person changes or you're still getting to know a person, or whatever the case may be. And it's just like, don't get so caught up in your feelings about certain things. And you should be giving him his space. Honestly, I think that part of it, Jeremy, should not have to tell you. Mm-hmm. Just to give him his space sometimes. Don't be like in his face constantly. You're like, I don't know if that's necessarily what's happening, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I I know we do need some. Like there's moments where we need that reassurance because, mm-hmm. you know, thoughts are ruminating into in our heads and such. Mm-hmm. But um uh I, I it just it just comes with, you know, our past experiences and it takes a while for it for it to break and for us to uh get used to this new experience and realize, okay, this is different because of this reason. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's like a with everything, there's like a balance, right? You can't yeah. be too much like for example, Chelsea, um, and you can't be too little. So it has, you know, you have to kind of have that, like understanding that, like, okay, in these sorts of situations, like I do need the reassurance, but not every single day, every single minute, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So, anyways, um, Clay, in these three episodes, I did not like. I, I, I honestly didn't. I have no hate to for to Clay right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I, I <laughs> um especially when like I think he meets she meets his mom in the ninth episode right or is that in the I eighth episode so. I don't okay. see it's a blur if it's if it doesn't come up in the episode we'll talk about it right but I I didn't really particularly appreciate how he decided to approach a subject with her while she's meeting his mom and his sister yeah but i, I don't remember like who initiate who initiated that conversation though technically him if i'm correct in my memory here i'll, I'll find out when we get to the notes or something but okay. if it is in this episode but yeah. i'm pretty sure he did 
Like, I think she was definitely engaging in the conversation. Yeah. But he kind of took it from one extreme to another. That was him. For sure. I thought it was just both of them. And I was like, okay, this is not a conversation to have front of here. She wasn't stopping. Because me personally, if I'm in front of other people and Mm -hmm. me and my boyfriend are having a conversation about something that is between me and him. Yeah, I would literally shut this down and say, "We're going to talk about this, not in front of your mom and your sister." Yeah, let's let's talk about this when we go back home. Yeah, that's what I would have done. Right. Instead, I mean, yeah. she engaged in it, and I'm like, "Okay, well, that's not great." Yeah. Um. So, I want to also talk about which I'm not again sure if it's in this episode, but if it is, then we won't talk about it again. Okay. This whole situation with Johnny and Amy with the birth control. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay. From, <laughs> I know he says like he's been, he's never been with a woman as he thinks. Anyway, that he's never been with a woman who's not been on birth control. Yeah. That's probably just the, your, your luck, whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, as obviously kind of said, as we know, Amy is not on birth control. Yeah. And that's her decision. Whatever yeah. her reasoning is behind not being on birth control, her decision. Yeah. Um, I've I've been on and off birth control before. I fully chose I am not going on birth control again mm-hmm. from 2018. My boyfriend has always been aware I am not on birth control. So yeah. if you don't want to use protection, know what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. We were in a different place now, but that was the yeah. past. Yeah. But yeah, that was a personal choice of mine. My initially, when I went on birth control, was because he wanted me to. And I did. And I felt comfortable enough to do that. So I did. But if, if he and her are having this conversation about birth control, and she, I mean, I don't know if she's necessarily said no to the idea of it yet, but. My first question in all of this, when he's talking about his comfort level and him not wanting to have sex with her because she's not on birth control, why can't you use a condom? Why can't he use a condom? What is stopping him from doing, from protecting himself? Is like, because she even mentioned this, like, if even with a, even with a condom, like, he fears. Like the fear is still very strong, even with so the condom. So he thinks that birth control is more foolproof than a condom. No, it would be birth control plus condom. I understand. I understand. What yeah, but it's like know, an extra layer. If, actually, I I don't know if that is true. I'm I'm my impression is he doesn't want to use a condom. Even no, no, no. That's, I that's think your impression is wrong. <laughs> okay, but I'm just saying. I personally. Because I think the the comment came in a different episode where she said to him a condom wouldn't be enough. But yeah. I think what she meant by that is that she was saying, even if I don't go on birth control and we opt for a condom instead of, that still wouldn't be enough for him. That's what I gained from that impression, mm-hmm. from what she said. I don't think if she's on birth control, he would then use a condom. That's what I took from it. No, that's silly because like people. Why? Renew, 
people get pregnant with birth control. Like that's course, not a but you can sense. you can still get pregnant from a condom. Yeah, exactly. If the condom breaks. Just exactly. That's his fear. But, so that's why on, he wants on, both. Hold on. We're talking science here, right? If the condom breaks, that doesn't mean you have added protection because she's on birth control. 85% is still 85% whether the condom breaks or not. No, like the rate, the percentage is lower. Percentage is, no, percentage for birth control is 85%. Percentage okay, for sure. the condom is 99 or something like that percent. Like yeah. Hell it is. Yeah. So if, so you're so if one breaks, if say if a condom breaks, mm-hmm. then the, the then it's like oh there's like a hundred percent chance you could be pregnant. But if a condom condom breaks and there's still birth control you're on, there's only eighty five percent chance that you won't be pregnant. So the person, you know what I'm saying? So that's, I understand. He's very like that's where I'm coming from. That's where I understand it from because other than that, like that's that just doesn't make sense. That just to People me. Still but if a condom breaks, 85% yeah. is 85%. It doesn't give you yeah, exactly. added protection. But no, people but still get pregnant on the pill. 100%. So if the condom breaks, it doesn't matter. If, but the percentage... You, the day, but you see what I'm saying. Like if No, you, I see if what you, you're saying. Okay, yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is, even if the condom breaks, and let's say God said, well, today's the day I'm going to make the birth control not work for you. Yeah. And they got pregnant... It doesn't matter whether the condom is used or not. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter. It's not foolproof. Nothing is foolproof. A hundred percent. Even a vasectomy is not foolproof. Even even tying your tubes is not foolproof. Like, nothing is foolproof. I think with tying your tubes... No, people get pregnant when they tie their tubes or something. But like is that. it even safe if it happens? That's more. That's, I know it oh. can happen, but I thought about the safety of it. I don't even Probably think you can carry not. a term with Probably not. tubes. So the percentage is probably very, very low that it's yeah. even safe. Hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, but nothing. I'm trying to say like nothing is foolproof. So I do wonder where this like level of fear. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a person of, if you decide that you want to be sexually active at mm-hmm. any point in life, yeah. then you better be fully prepared that accidents happen. Yeah. Like, I watch, um, there's a show on Lifetime right now, I think it's a newer show, but it's very similar to a TLC show that used to be on a long time ago, um, called, um, like, I didn't know I was pregnant or something like that. I think that might have been the TLC show, but it's very similar to that. And Nine times out of ten, the women who are talking were on birth control. And they didn't, oh, I'm not pregnant because I'm on the pill. Obviously, we all think like that, but it's it's not foolproof. So his argument, and what I'm trying to say is, his argument of, well, every woman I know has been on the birth control or whatever, and, you know, that that, that made me feel safe or whatever the hell, because people get, that's not true. People still get pregnant on the pill. And it's it's just not foolproof. And scientifically speaking, you are safer with a condom than you are with birth control. That's just science. That's yeah. the, or whatever the success rate is. That is I think hundred percent you're safer with condom than you are with birth control. Yeah, and that's very true. And I think that that just shows how uneducated he is. But Americans, no, sorry, sorry, Americans. Americans. Yeah, well, they're educated Americans. Yeah, sorry, I know. I'm doing. I'm doing. 
hot take, hot take. Sorry. Okay. okay. <laughs> no offense to my Americans. I'm just saying like their education system, mm-hmm. which we could all agree on, mm-hmm. lacks a lot. Lacks a lot of substance. It where does. like, if it doesn't impact you, you don't really know much about it. So for example, Amy, she knows a lot about se- sex education because it impacts her personally. And mm-hmm. like, she did come on Instagram. She did like say like a posted a story of like a notes, you know, just explaining the whole thing that she has like a hereditary like something that like you know will be passed on to could likely pass on to her kids, such and such, mm-hmm. and that's like reasons why she's on birth control, such mm-hmm. and such. Mm-hmm. And then she's just going. I think, on yeah, I think she kind of briefly mentions that on the show too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then and she also emphasized that like you know like you know, they just don't have much knowledge on sex education. And you could just fully see that in Johnny's, uh, uh, you know, opinion or fear, right? Mm-hmm. Like exactly what you're saying, Tanika. Like technically condom is much more safer than birth control, but this guy is like, oh, birth control, you know? Like, and it just shows how much he lacks the knowledge on female, you know, on I mean, the female all body she's doing protective system. All any of these women are doing who've been on the pill is just pumping estrogen into them. Yeah. That does not necessarily, yes, it is harder to get pregnant when you have a higher level of estrogen in your body, but it's not impossible. Yeah. So that's what, like, he doesn't seem to realize that. Mm-hmm. I've actually done an ultrasound while on the pill because, you know, OBs in a properly educate me yeah and the woman actually could see the technician actually says to me, ask, ask me in the moment are you on birth control because i cannot see i can't get a proper view of your um of your ovaries or your or just the uterus in general because yeah. it does change things you're actually yeah. not releasing an egg in the same way or whatever if you even are i don't even know i don't mm-hmm. think i don't think so but it's it's it doesn't mean that that month you don't actually release fake. Yeah. And then it happens. But then also just from that perspective as well, um a woman's chances of successfully getting pregnant in the a cycle mm-hmm. is really very low. Yeah. Every month that you're trying, your percentage of getting pregnant, that chance increases. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this because I learned this recently too. And I said, oh, okay, that makes sense. It's because the reason that happens is your the sperm softens the uterus. So if you're just putting it all in there every time you guys have sex, you're increasing her chances of getting pregnant. Interesting. Even if you're on the fucking pill. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. I didn't even know that. And I bet you, sorry, hot take, Americans will never know that. Sorry. <laughs> I, I can't remember. It's not the American. I'm... It's just the American education system that I'm, yeah. I'm hating on. Okay. Please don't take it personal. <laughs> I, I, I don't even remember where I heard this. Yeah. It's recently. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's, that's it. Like, yeah. You're softening her, her um, I don't know if it's the universal cervix, whatever, whatever it is. You're softening all of that and you're making that all of this possible. So the more you're doing it, 
And the more you're just, you know, finishing in her, mm-hmm. the chances increase of becoming pregnant. So guess what? You're the birth control pill. Yes, it's 85%, but there is a reason why it is 85%. Yeah. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I agree in that take. And this is this is the conversation that's either going to make or break Amy and Johnny plus mm-hmm. Amy's dad mm-hmm. on top of that. So, And, and also, I, I, he's also saying that, oh, I just thought all women were on birth control. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me, sir? Yeah. So you just think that all women out here are just pumping birth control into their bodies? Yeah, and sis, I'm going to tell you something right now, Tanika. A lot of men think that, even here. Even here. That's it's like a shock. Like, me. oh, you're not on birth control? Why are you not on it? Like, I thought, like, all the girls are just, like, they just think this is just a an, another, you know, vitamin pill that we're taking. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, like, normal for us to be on this by a certain age. Right. And, it's I mean, like, I think some girls, yes, do that in, like, high school if they're being sexually active yeah. or whatever the hell the case may be. Yeah. But I was never one who was put on birth control or I I decided on my own. Yeah. When I was like, I don't know, 20, Mm -hmm. that I wanted to be on birth control. Like I said, I was on and off of it. I was on it when I was not, well, I wasn't in a relationship, but I was on it when I was, you know, having sex with one particular person for a long Mm -hmm. time. I went on it. Right. It came off. I went back on when I was with my ex husband. When I didn't want to get pregnant because he decided he didn't want his protection. And I'm like, I'm not ready. So I took that into my own hands. Oh, damn, Tanika, that's a, that's a red flag if I see one. But he's an expert. Honestly, <laughs> honestly <laughs> at that time, I was young. I was 22. Yeah. You, you know, you let things go. Oh, 100%. The standards were so low. Girl. There's a lot of red flags with my ex-husband that I yep. look back at now at 32. Yeah. Um, 10 years later. Look at uh, that. Yeah. But I was like, what the hell? Because these are things now that looking at it, my boyfriend would never put me through. Mm-hmm. He would never put me through that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so did I go on the birth control because he said, you know, I would prefer if you were on the pill. I uh-huh. did. I said, okay, fine. I'll do it. Because I didn't have an issue being on the pill because I had been on it before. Yeah. So I was like, okay, fine. But if yeah. I hadn't been on the pill before, I don't know if I would have been so quick mm-hmm. to do it. But when I decided I wanted to be off the pill, I have that. I, I didn't even have a conversation. I told him, I'm yeah. coming off of it. I don't want to be on it anymore. I'm not going back on it again because yeah. it's just not for me. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And he, he went to using condoms. We used condoms up until we were not. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like that, that, it's just so much more complex than you know than they make it out to be like there's also yeah. like different types of birth control like mm-hmm. there's not just you can one get non-hormonal birth control yeah but i don't know how if, not everyone can go on those either yeah no there is so complicated and you, and honestly it also depends on your doctor if your doctor mm-hmm. really cares for you like they're they'll like they'll go in depth to like talk about it to like figure out which one's the best one to like mm-hmm. do trials and then if a doctor's just like okay you're having these issues yeah just get on birth control it'll solve them and then they just give you one and they don't even look back you know they just they're like how's it going it's great okay bye and that's how it was with me too with being on with having pcos yeah and you know i mean i get regular periods whatever but they suggested me also going on birth control yeah and 
it actually got to a point where the last time that comment was brought up to me was, I remember the math here, I think May of 2021, I believe. Mm-hmm. And at that point, me and my boyfriend had a conversation that we want to start trying to have kids soon. We had a conversation together and I'm just like, I'm not going on the birth control. I'm not going, we hadn't started at that point, but I'm like, I'm not going on the pill. That's not an option for me anymore. Yeah. Because I I don't want to go on the pill for maybe another year or whatever, whatever the case may have been, go on the pill, have to then come off of the pill and then allow my body to get used to being off the pill so that I could start getting pregnant. No. It wasn't going to happen that way. So there's also that aspect of it too. They're so quick to give that option, but it's like, do you know where maybe people are at in lives? No, not necessarily. But at that point, I was 30. Maybe there's an an idea that I might want to, you know, potentially have a kid at some point. It's it's And that's the other thing too, coming on and off the pill, it's so easy for your body to get used to. And it's so hard for your body to, to not be used to anymore. The transition is ridiculous. Yeah. It's not fun. Nope. But, and then the other aspect of it, while we're still on the topic, um, the whole thing about vasectomy being an option. I'm Bro, that's sorry. that's intense. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm sorry, but that's, ex- that, you said that is extreme. And how is a vasectomy an option in this if at some point you do want to have kids because you can reverse it you can reverse it but the longer you have a vasectomy the harder it is to reverse it Mm -hmm. and i don't know how long that's supposed to be i think it's like 10 years so maybe they'll be fine but why would you i know it's technically day surgery and it's not invasive for them but why would you want to put your body through doing a vasectomy and then doing a reversal? Because it's him. Like it's, you know, if your fear is that intense and you don't want to kind of like indulge in that fear or see, you know, other circumstances or whatever, then like you fix it. (laughs) But again, I mean, I think the longer you have a vasectomy, the more um, the, 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 the chances of you getting someone pregnant is less likely. Mm-hmm. But I say, I don't even know if this is a, a thing. You tell me. Mm-hmm. Here I am talking, <laughs> talking shit about <laughs> America's education system. And here I am like, I don't know if this is true or not. But, mm-hmm. it's, you know, can can guys... No, because it dies, right? The sperm dies real quick. Like, guys can't save their sperm. It no, they can't. It doesn't die. Like, we, they could free, can they freeze it or whatever? They can freeze them. The, vasect- okay. the, the sperm doesn't die when you do a vasectomy. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, like, before you do it, mm-hmm. like, freeze your s- sperm because they're so, at, like, they want to be but so I don't know technical. How long, you can also sperm, how long you can freeze sperm for. I don't know either. You know what? If it's not my problem because I'm, you know not my problems their problem figure it out do the history do the do the research but if you're really gonna be so technical about this like when to want when to have kids and 
you know, like have to be financially secure, which makes sense. I get it. But like, if Mm -hmm. you're so anti-accidents, then get that vasectomy, save your sperm, and then just do it, like do it by science. Like, you know what? Like have the sperm, have the egg, add it, and then put it into Amy. You know what I'm saying? But that's also not cheap either. It's not, but if they really, if they, you know, if they want to be so financially secure, then like by the time they want to do that, you know what I'm saying? Like then like don't don't but what i'm trying to say too is like they don't have to necessarily put the money in to freeze his sperm his sperm doesn't die when you do a vasectomy all it does is just stay strapped in his balls basically yeah. in the scrotum because yeah. what they do is they detach um uh one of the veins that connects the sperm to your penis right that's all they do is they kind of i don't know if they don't cut it but they, they basically burn it it's they they put they burn you and it basically like um stops the pathway so that it doesn't so when he is so when they do have sex and he does ejaculate he's just basically shooting blanks that's basically mm-hmm. what happens it's just the semen that's it yeah but that's basically what happens so he, all they had to do is reverse that if they do go this route, which I again think is, is is absolutely extreme, but all he has to do is reverse that, and it should be okay. But as long as he's not like, if he has a vasectomy for ten plus years and and he hasn't reversed it, it might just be five years. I think he should be. I know they kind of said like five years ish or whatever, but it should be. It should be fine. But I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, too, like, look where they are. Like, they gotta, like, they gotta pay for this. Like, they gotta pay for any doctor visits. They gotta pay for all these things. They gotta pay for the surgery. Like, it's gonna hurt up. Yeah, here. We don't have to do that. So they gotta think about that too. And like, that's what he's probably thinking. Like, technically, like, a birth control it is, is cheaper, cheaper for her to go on birth control. <laughs> yeah, than for him to go get a vasectomy. Honestly, all in all, Johnny needs to like go and like. This fear is irrational. There is a reason he has this fear, and I want to know why. She kind of goes into it, Amy, on her Instagram story, saying, like, it comes from, like, just based on their, like, upbringing and, like, their, like, they spoke in depth about their, you know, uh, social, social, social demographic and, like, Mm -hmm. how their upbringing was. And, like, you know, that's his, and then she kind of, like, kept it short. She's like, that's his story to tell. But they talked in depth about it in the pods. So like she under like they come from similar upbringings, this similar idea of like like maybe he had to like search for food in different places and like couldn't really always get it at home and all these kind of things that really impact his upbringing. Where he's like, I will definitely not do this to my kids, right? And that does impact you and impacts the way you see your future and stuff and how you um, see your see your money. And then, but then I'm just I don't know. There's a lot. And I'm just like, I get it. But then at some point you got to recognize when it's irrational and then yeah. how to, how to conquer this irrational fear. Yeah. Oh, cause again, there's never going to be a right time. Yeah. Then don't get married. Do- don't get a girl. Don't have a girl. <laughs> like, you know, if you're not ready for this. Yeah. Like you there's never a right time to get pregnant. If you're yeah. constantly going to wait for the right time, then the appropriate time is going to pass you by and yeah. i and again i understand that because i had that with my boyfriend mm-hmm. where he would be so you know 
it, the financial aspect of things is so important to him. It has to be perfect, whatever. And I think that's also a very Scorpio tree because my friend's boyfriend is also the same way. Mm-hmm. But eventually we had to both say to these men, listen, there's never going to be a right time. Yeah. Both me and her are 32 years old, going to be 33 this year. We don't have time for the right time to come because the right time is never going to come. Yeah. So you need to get that out of your head. As long as this. Yes, we continue. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, also your idea of like wanting to retire early, like, and like spend it with the kids and stuff. Right. Um, Like, maybe. Like, I feel like he needs to shimmy a little bit and kind of come up with a realistic financial plan in case, you know, a kid does happen early on. How does that look like in terms of, you know, you guys saving up for retirement and then pushing that? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be so black and white. Just be more, be more flexible. And maybe he is. Maybe we just didn't see that part. So, I, I mean, don't know. maybe, but... Based on how he wants to go about that too, retiring early, which is like he wants to, you know, be a little more frugal with Mm -hmm. how they spend and and all that. And it's just like, I hear him, but at the same time, like I'm with her too, where it's like, you want to be able to enjoy life. And he does agree with that. Yes. But he wants to be able to retire early. And I'm just like, not a lot of people have that option to retire early. Actually, most people yeah. don't have the option to retire early or retire by 65 or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And um, great for you if you're able to do that. But you're, <laughs> you're rare if you actually are able to do that. And I just do wonder that... If that is his plan to retire early, how does children fit into that? Because children don't allow you to be frugal in how you spend, especially in the first, well, you know what, in the first 18 years of their life, you have to buy diapers, wipes. Yeah, that's why you can't breastfeed, you have to buy new formula. It's not a cheap endeavor to have no. children that's why he wants like a million bucks before he has kids yeah but the, the even the million dollars that million dollars going towards one kid it's not cheap seriously they've done the, the i don't know for the million dollars but it's a shit load of money that you end up spending on a child throughout their you know the first 18 years of their life yeah. it's nuts that's probably going to go towards one kid so how many kids are you having? Maybe and just one. Maybe. But I get the impression that it, they don't want just one. I didn't, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't one of them say they wanted to have at least two or three? That was like Jimmy. Was it? Well, I think yeah. he wants six, but. <laughs> okay, so maybe it was them and it wasn't Johnny and Amy, but. Okay. I don't know. So the other know, uh, major thing that also carries into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. well, actually, wait. We have two major things we still need to talk about. And that's the Chelsea and Jimmy of it all, too. That didn't happen in this episode. That happened in the previous episode. That's all I have to say. Ugh. 
Okay, what I said last time still stands to what I say today, and it's that like psychopath behavior. Okay, like I, yes. I just the like oh my god, woe is me! Like the that is why oh. I need you to watch Fatal Attraction <laughs> because. She All is right. putting close. Give me, give me what you think, Tanika, because my opinion still stands. They my opinion are... still stands. Yeah. No, of but course. When he said she was clingy, I said, oh no, she's going to burn this house down to the ground. Yeah. With you in it. Like, I... she's, <laughs> how quickly she changed. She was like, I'm clingy. I'm fucking clingy. I stayed here and watched your stupid show with you. And then we went upstairs and I fucked you, but I'm clingy. I'm like, oh. oh then it was so messy. And then it got worse though, because he's like, well, since you want to talk about the sex, that was your idea. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh. Okay, so as much as I think she is psycho. Sir, don't say when well, you wanted to have sex. It was your idea. Are you kidding? Who gives a shit yeah. whose idea it is? Yeah, like don't but, be doing that. Like, <laughs> she. Oh my god, it was so bad. I fell for her in that moment because if she, you know, when okay, I'm. I've always been a woman, not maybe as a late, but. I've always been one that never usually initiated. Usually the man would initiate. So when you're a woman who maybe doesn't initiate all the time or doesn't feel comfortable maybe initiating all the time, it, like, to hear a man then shove it in your face is not cool. And that's not a great feeling. Um... And again, I think, especially her response later, and I don't think she's joking. I think she's very serious, where she says, I'm not going to initiate anymore. I think that comes also from a place, maybe, I don't know, I can speculate, but maybe she's been with a man who's thrown that in her face before. I've been in situations where a man has thrown that in my face before. Actually, share another red flag of my ex. He did that to me too. Well, while he was cheating on me, but he still did it. No, I agree. I think, like, I mean, I think for sure, Chelsea, like, she has her own insecurities. Like, we've Mm -hmm. seen her insecurities. Like, we, I was no surprise to me that she's like, okay, I'm not going to initiate it. Because, like, Mm -hmm. any, she's the type of person where if you say any criticism, she's going to take it to heart. And she's going to, like, go, like, an extra mile to, like, you know, just to be like, okay, well, I'm never ever going to do that because you brought it up once, you know? Mm-hmm. To me, I'm just like, Chelsea, don't dish it if you can't take it. Like, exactly. Don't, don't bring it up into conversation. Don't act like, like, don't act like he, like, okay, I understand, like, certain words are very triggering for certain people, and Clinky mm-hmm. is definitely one. And, mm-hmm. like, but she is yeah, and maybe that wasn't like the right term to use because we all know that like but she's been probably are... told that before. Yeah, and we know Jimmy's vocabulary is not that strong. Don't. So like he could have just said like, "Okay, you're putting a lot of pressure on me, or oh, yeah. you're being overbearing, or like this is how I feel. I feel like 
this is not your personality. This is not you. I'm not saying you are this person, but I'm saying I feel suffocated. I feel this. Like do the whole I feel language. But yes, always use your I statements. Yeah. Don't use the you are or you whatever because it is a it sounds accusatory. Yeah. More than also, you are saying. And again, can you tell I've been in therapy? But then <laughs> basically that's what I was told. When navigating mm-hmm. conversations or communicating in certain situations with my boyfriend, I have been told, use your I statements. Yeah. Because that doesn't come out of process. When you're saying you're doing this or you're doing that, it sounds, even how I'm saying it, it sounds accusatory. Yeah. So him saying you're clingy, that's accusatory. Mm-hmm. Instead of if he did the approach where you just mentioned it probably would have come no, it still a blown little up. better. No, she'll still blow it up. She probably would have, but in this argument, you could fully tell, like, she she has tunnel vision and mm-hmm. and hate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, she she keeps saying, You never kiss me today. You never kiss me today. And he's like, Well, if I have to bring the receipts out, um, I he kiss does. you in the bathroom and I kiss you before work. The fact that like you have to like actually remember when you do a good thing and it just can't just happen. Like mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, all right, girl, girl, like, like, but again, why is this a conversation? Yes. Why can't you just let one day go where if that is how you feel and you feel like he hasn't kissed you today? Okay. Me, I'm different. I approach things differently. Chelsea, take notes. If something has happened that is a little not normal for you and him, give it a day. See if things change the next day. Mm-hmm. If things don't change the next day, I mean, I even give it a, even an extra day. I give it two days. But if things haven't changed and there's still this weirdness, yeah, then then you come to him and say, is something wrong? I'm noticing this and this and this. Yeah. It's what's going on. And you, yeah. you might actually be pleasantly surprised it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like, it just sounds like the guy's working. And like, he's a, right. Like, all because I'm working from home doesn't mean like I'm not working. Yeah, I'm not that, available like, to you. Yeah. Or I'm available. Like, yeah. work is work. Exactly. Like, he doesn't, Jimmy doesn't, doesn't learn how to obviously balance certain things, but. Yeah. Like yeah. I, 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 we both work in a hybrid situation. Yeah. And like, just because I'm home mm-hmm. does not mean I want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. I'm not, I'm, I'm probably going to say, I'll say the name, but I'm going to cut it out on vacation this week. And I'm so, so happy. <laughs> I can breathe a little bit, but that's yeah. exactly it. It's like when, He's around. It doesn't matter if I'm home. Mm-hmm. He called me like four times yesterday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that is just because someone's home does not mean we're available to you. Yeah. That's just, yeah. that's just the reality of it. And that's like, it's this, and she doesn't work from home. She's a flight attendant. So she, you know, you can't really fly from place to place from your home. It's yeah. different. But I just don't understand why it had to be a conversation. Right after she had the conversation with her friends and her friends were literally saying, it's not a big deal. But she still has to bring it up to him. 
I yeah, don't she understand. Wants, it's so random. You know, you know why? Because like literally the second she found like a tiniest hole, she brought it up. Yes. Jessica. She just wanted to bring up Jessica. Right. Which she I just wanted that reassurance, that validation that like it has nothing to do with Jessica. I have a theory too that's provided me that I'm gonna talk about here. So mm-hmm. her friends kind of said, Oh yeah, like people say she looks like Megan Fox. But I have a, I have a theory. Yeah. Do you I personally think this is this is a tinfoil hat theory, but it's still a theory. I actually think she said I people think I look like Megan Fox because she realized the woman that he is interested in as well looks like Megan Fox. So if I take the heat off of her and put it on me and say I look like Megan Fox, even though she doesn't, I wonder if that's was in her head i don't put anything past her because i think i think she's more cunning than she lets on Mm -hmm. i just would not be surprised if she took that and fully believes just just fully believes in the lie of it all because again i think we've all said she doesn't look anything like megan fox like i think someone caught a still of her in one moment she kind of looked like Megan Fox mm-hmm. but that was just one still as far as I'm concerned if you're going to say you look like a celebrity you shouldn't have to be taking just one still to catch that moment yeah. you should be looking like her all the time mm-hmm. and I just find it interesting because then when he she's spiraling now because now he knows what Jessica looks like yeah no I agree and knows like she's gorgeous but that doesn't mean that you're not because you are yeah. you just don't look like Megan Fox that's it mm. but I don't know the whole thing was stupid the, yeah. the fight but again I put it on her she puts him in situations where he has to defend himself or whatever yeah. and that's not fair but let's move on to Jessica and Laura a little bit okay. and them talking and meeting up. Yeah. So Jessica mentions in that situation that which I, I believe her more than I believe Jimmy. Mm-hmm. And she says that when they came back, he instantly friended her on Instagram. Yeah. And then rescinded the invite. Mm-hmm. And put his profile as private. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? I don't understand why he would do any of it. But actually, actually, yes, I do. I do understand why he did that. I bet you a million bucks Chelsea is the kind of girl that goes through his phone and would oh. go through his phone. And that's oh. why he rescinded the invite and then set his profile as private. Perhaps. Probably. I think that's I, why. I could see that. I could believe that. I mean, I'm not a girl who does that. I mean, I don't go through my man's phone. I don't I don't feel the need to do that. Yeah. Um, I think everyone is entitled to their privacy. Mm-hmm. And that takes trust. But, you know, yeah. you, you have to get there. And you're not going to get there if you're constantly going through the person's phone. No. That's just me. Mm-hmm. But she does say... She is attracted to Jimmy. 
She is attractive. wild. Which is wild to me, but she says she's attracted to him. And she says she still still has feelings for him. Even yeah. though like she says she took the time to kind of get over it and and heal from everything that happened. But she is afraid that she's just gonna go right back if yeah. she sees him. And which is valid and like mm-hmm. good and honesty because you re- like you tech you fell in love with the person they rejected you it's not going to take like two weeks to three heal. weeks or whatever it is yeah, yeah. and that's exactly it i mean i've been there i've done that Ella, i'm still on with that person but it's just like <laughs> that's exactly what happened so it i hear that and which makes me think like she is going to melt at the sight of him when she sees him yeah She's not done. She's not over it. And I personally don't think he is either. Mm-hmm. Because for him to say, I wanted it to be this one of these episodes. Screw me, love is point for it not being one of these episodes, but gonna happen in the next episodes. Where he says to her, You're still my number one. Which is why you hold lies, 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 shame. Sorry. I don't think it's lies. No, I think it is. You think it oh. is? I don't think yeah. it is. No, I think he's having that realization that Chelsea's a little bit cray cray. Yeah. Um. So I mean, to be fair, Jessica really has high standards herself. Yeah. But that's where no, that's where it's stemming from. I don't think it's lies. The reason why I say I don't think it's lies is because I think he chose the easier option with Chelsea because Chelsea doesn't have a kid. He did not want to be so undeserving. So undeserving. Then he's just no. undeserving of everyone. I agree. I agree, but that's what I think. I think if Jessica did not have a child, we would not be talking about Chelsea right now. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm. That's what I'm getting at. Or maybe it would be. Maybe she'd be with Trevor, but we wouldn't be talking about Jimmy and Chelsea. Yeah, no, I hear you. I that's, see that. that but... That's why I think it's not a lie. I think he's being very honest with her in that, that was moment. Very unfair. But it's also very unfair. But also. The other, Go ahead. On that topic of children and Jessica's daughter, mm-hmm. Autumn. Um, apparently, uh, there's you know talks on the on the Twitter that mm-hmm. um, Jessica also had a diff another like um, potential person in the pods, and oh. he took the he took the conversation of Autumn better than Jimmy did, oh. but he said, "I cannot get engaged and I cannot propose until I meet your daughter." That's, you know what? Round of applause to that guy, though. I commend him. Yeah. I really do. Like, oh my God, the critical thinking is there. Yes. Because what if it doesn't, what if she doesn't like me? Yeah. It's not as much about whether or not he likes her. Of course he's going to love her. But what if she's not comfortable with me? What if she doesn't like me? Yeah. What if he just felt like he needed her permission? Exactly. Which is... Like watching, because I I watched Teen Mom probably at least Teen Mom two, roughly okay. from the beginning, and talking about Chelsea. There's a Chelsea on there too, who ended up getting married to this amazing guy, yeah. amazing guy, who asked her daughter Aubrey for her blessing to marry her mother, which was one of the sweetest things. Mm-hmm. It just kind of just goes to show, like. I'm not just marrying your mom 
Yeah. But I'm also marrying you in a way. Like I'm taking you on too. Yeah. And he, like, for all intents and purposes, he is our father. Mm-hmm. And like, that's a huge thing. So good for him. I, I, I really, I mean, that's not, that's not the show, unfortunately. I know. But good for him. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like, I think, like, I do think Jimmy, and again, just confuses me because when they have the trial conversation, him and Chelsea, and the fact that he says he wants to have a lot of kids, you have a woman who has kid, who has a kid, who can just add on to all these kids you want to have. Mm-hmm. I just, my brain couldn't compute. No. Both of these things. The other thing, too, that I found really interesting with Jessica, though, was when she kind of was like, it, to me, maybe this is how I just interpreted it, but it kind of felt like she was kind of like, well, if he is going to be flirty with me, it is if he is going to show me this attention if I do meet him, like, he's a man. But she kind of made me feel like Chelsea's comment, or better yet, accusation, that he cheated on her with Jessica, mm-hmm. maybe had a little bit of legs after all. That's I'm how just it like, made me feel. Yeah, I'm 100% just waiting to see what is what what was it that made her think that. That's what I'm just yep. waiting to see. Yes, I think if I, like, I have this, which is giving me, giving me the, huh. Yeah. But I still need more. Mm-hmm. But if I see something that is legitimate, then I think hands down that they may have. Because yeah. she's making me feel if he came to her and says, I want to be with you and I want to, I want to be with you. Mm-hmm. I think she would. I think she would. I really do. And I don't hate on that. Get yours. But at the same time, it's like, I don't want her selling herself short. Yeah. Because I don't think he deserves really either of them. No. And I think Chelsea needs a therapist instead of a husband. Yeah. But I still want her happiness, whatever that. I want her happiness with Trevor. That's what I want. Mm Mm-mm. I got tea on Trevor and <laughs> Tanika. You have tea on Trevor? Yeah. You're going to be shocked. And you're going to change your mind on Trevor. <laughs> okay, let's finish up with the Laura of it all. And then okay. you got to tell me this tea. And then we I can got tea on Jeremy, too. There's Jeremy and Trevor. So I don't know who's the villain. Oh, I have tea on Jeremy, too. Okay, but I'm going to save. I think we both know. I think we're yeah. going to save the Jeremy tea until after the, the last scene in the last episode. Okay. Let's save it till then. But okay. the Trapper T, I definitely want. But okay. let's see, let's finish up the Laura of it all. So the Laura yeah. bringing up the whole thing of Sarah Ann DMing him. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I can't say that I wasn't expecting that because I was expecting that. Yeah. I was expecting what she said to him. Yeah. And like I mentioned, I do have the screenshots of what she said so she kind of starts off with like you know oh everything was great blah blah i'm happy you know blah. but then it gets like really bad so she says i wanted to thank you for the experience that we shared together again guys so that you know this was between um sarah ann and 
Jeremy, this was the DM, Sarah Hansen, and Laura, good for her, got the, got the, the, the receipts. So she says, getting to know you, opening up to you meant so much. I genuinely hope you're happy. And Laura kind of was like, I thought that was adorable. I thought that was great. This, this, there's nothing wrong with this. Until. If there's ever a chance your mind is shifting in your choice, I will love the opportunity to meet you, regardless of whatever um, way you go. Honey bunny, you are thirsty as fuck. He's made his choice. Are you really trying to tell me you're going to take Laura's seconds? Mm -hmm. Are you... I mean, love, love really, love isn't blind. Love makes you blind. Okay. I don't even think this is love. No, it is. No, I don't. For- no, I don't think it's love. I, I'm sorry. I don't think it's love. I think for her, it's. I personally think we have to remember we need to separate love and lust. She's lusting after this man she's never met. Well, now she knows what he looks like. Now on top of it, now because she's Instagrammed him, but. Instagram time. I said like an oldie. She's DM'd him. And I think it's more about she wants to fuck him. They've both made this very clear in the pods that the physical attraction to each other was, well, at least for him anyways, was stronger than the emotional. They, She led, I think, a lot of the time with her sexuality. And he took that all in. And he too was kind of leading with that. He wasn't, they weren't strengthening emotional aspect i personally think though he had made a decision at least somewhat made a decision on who he wanted to be with from oh before he made the decision but i think for them it's a sex thing i don't think like i mean you could be it's tough it's tough for me i think i i'm not saying that a sex thing can't lead to love um, that happened for me too, but I'm just trying to say that I think he's th- their sex thing is what's the biggest thing right now. Mm-hmm. They want to fuck each other. That's what's coming down to, and what we see coming next week. I want a hundred percent hands down believe. Okay, I want to say that we haven't even talked about that yet, but I hundred percent think she something happened. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to that but yeah i have issues even more issues with her now because i'm just like so you're going to ruin someone's relationship for your own gain like are you kidding yeah that's not cool nope like if he <sighs> jeremy's a problem mm-hmm. but we'll get to that but What's the Trevor T before we hop into the episode? Okay, girl. Trevor T is that apparently when he came on the show, he was in a relationship and his girlfriend knew that he was going on the show and like was like knew that he's just going on the show to go on the show, but like Mm -hmm. he's coming out with just being with his girlfriend. Okay. So she, she posts the screenshots, like the texting screenshots and she posts, um, 
I didn't fact check whether it was like real, authentic or whatever, but like, this is, mm-hmm. this is what's going around. Mm-hmm. And essentially he was just like, yeah, like being lovey-dovey, like, oh, I'm going to go on the show. Like, um, blah, blah, blah. Like, uh, I love you. I'm going to miss you, blah, blah, blah. Then he comes mm-hmm. off the show. Right. And then he's mm-hmm. like sharing the details. Like, oh, um, like, uh, I, I did get close with one person that it almost like went through. Uh, her name was Chelsea, just mm-hmm. like my dog's name. And then he was just like, you know, like, obviously what you're going to see, like, I'm just like, I had to just say things to say things on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, she's like, yeah, I love you too. Like, I miss you, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's like fully on this. Like, she's on board. Mm-hmm. And then he goes like, um, so then she goes like, oh, he's like, oh, Ch- uh, like, you know, Chelsea, his dog died. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, yeah, like, I didn't want to be the one to tell you over text. Like, you should call your mom. And he's like, yeah, I already spoke to her. Uh, she told me. Like, you wouldn't believe it. The day Chelsea died is the day that Chelsea ended things with me. Um, Like, I gave her my Chelsea's collar, though, has my item. Like, he's, like, telling her everything. And then, I guess, like, a few days or a few weeks later, like, the girlfriend's like, yo, you've been acting really different. Like, I feel like you're not really talking to me. And anyways, they break up by, like, they break up. Mm -hmm. You know, she realized, like, this man changed and, like, Mm -hmm. something must have happened and then Mm -hmm. broke up. But he came into the show with a girlfriend with the intentions of staying with that girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And We've seen this many times. We've seen this many times. I have a few things I want to say. Number one, I'm of two minds of this. At the end of the day, it's pretty evident that he is a dog because he came on here with a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But, and yes, she may have known. But I'm of this place where she knew what he wanted her to know. I Uh fully think he, if things worked out with Chelsea, he would have dumped the girlfriend. No, I think so too. 100% he would have. Because if he changed so drastically afterwards, then that goes to kind of show that he went into this with, I hate to say the right intentions, but with what we know, but he went in with the intention of finding a fiance because he clearly wasn't happy with the relationship he was in. Now, should he have broken it off? Absolutely. But that wouldn't have made it look any better anyways. But it's so he would have at least been single. But I, I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to, if my man's coming to me and saying, oh, I'm going to go and love is blind and it's not, I'm just doing it for clout. Mm-hmm. I would be like, okay, so you go do that and do it for clout. And when you come out, um, you're still single. Yeah. You're not going to have me. That's for sure. I hope you find someone else because you're going to be alone. Yeah, I'm not going to stick around for that. So I hate to use the word dumb, but Trevor's girlfriend, you're you're dumb. You were dumb that if you believed he actually did not come on there to find someone new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this guy, either way, like this guy is messed up because, like, oh, he's yeah. like, he's like, even when he got off, he's like, I was thinking about you the entire time. Like, I met this other guy and we both agreed that, like, we're not getting married no matter what. He's like, oh, like, I'm going to be de- depicted has such a kind, most genuine, in the most kind, genuine way possible, like, with the cutest story. Um, like it's just like, are you like, and like, are you insane? And I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I do. I will say this. I think he probably, in the core, is a great guy, but 
you're not like this great fucking guy if you're coming on the show with yeah. a girlfriend. Like, no, like, what? There's something off there. No, like, go on a different show, buddy. Like, go on survival, go on something like that. Like, yeah, don't be so blind. Like, yeah. But I don't know. That's, 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 um, no, that's messy. That's, that's disappointing. Messy. No, like you can't. Sorry, like you're undeserving of any relationship. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. And is is Jeremy any better? Is Jeremy no, any better? Not really. Because you applied while you're engaged, and sure, you broke it off before you went in. But like, wh- like, just wait. Like, why are you applying when? Like, you know, it's like a safety packet. Like, if I get rejected for love, it's fine. At least I still have a, a fiance. But if I get accepted, I'm gonna dump the fiance. That is why. When, okay, when the whole thing of Lydia and Uche came up and we kind of got this, this look into how they do the vetting, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be asking questions about the relationships you've been in, when they've ended, all of these things. What happened with both Trevor and Jeremy? Yeah. Were, were you, you, it should have been clear as day that both of these men were in relationships very soon before being on the show. Are you like, what does I have to blame the behind the scenes people on this too? Mm-hmm. Whoever is doing the casting, which by the uh, way, isn't Chelsea supposed to be a part of the casting process? Girl, you're not doing a good job. Chelsea from season four. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't They hired that. her on to be. Like helping with casting. Oh. And I think I'm not sure if she would have been involved in season six, maybe um the season going forward. Yeah. She wasn't involved in season five at all. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. But if she was involved in the casting of season six, we're not doing a great job, everybody. We need to do a little better. Like, yeah. like what's happening here. Um not great. But Again, I just realized before we get into the, I'm so sorry, guys, but we do this. Before we get into the next episode, what about us losing a couple, Kenna and Brittany? Listen, I have so, like, I'm, this might be a hot, hot take. I have so much respect for Kenneth. I do. I really, like, this guy is so confident, like, he is so, like, confident in himself and self-assured like he does he the fact that he's just like first like no like this is not don't put it on me this mm-hmm. is not me like i give you love i show you love i'm down i'm ready and i and i express that mm-hmm. it seems like you know you're having this conversation and you're saying we 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 no it's well, that's you. you it's you and i love that this guy is so self-aware he's like no one's gonna stand up like no one is gonna you know try to put me down because i know me I know me. I love that. And the fact you like, you know, the, the way she put things like you're out until like late in the morning, early in the morning and all of this. And yeah. it's just like, but it's like, but I was communicating with you throughout mm-hmm. each transition. Yeah. And what I also think again, because she doesn't have a lot of experience dating black men. Mm-hmm. She's not aware that like if a black man is going to go get his hair twisted, Ooh. And depending on what time he's going to get his hair twisted. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Just a PSA on this. That mm-hmm. shit takes a long time. Yeah. 
the twisting alone takes a long time. But then you add the fact that Black people, when they go get their hair done, in particular Black shops, Mm-hmm. Or whatever the hell he's doing, wherever he's doing it, that also takes time because they are, they're conversing, they're having conversation, they're, yeah. you know, it takes time. It's a process. Yeah. So he could have gone in at eleven o'clock or something to go get his hair twisted, and he is pulling out by like one one thirty. Right. It t- but he did say he had a he had an itinerary, like he had plans. Like he did say he was meeting up with his like coach or whatever or mm-hmm. someone. Can't remember whom. Yeah, but he he had plans. After His mentor, his, I think he said. Yeah, 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 right. So like, obviously, you're gonna if you're seeing a mentor after like being gone for like three weeks, like there's like Tanika, I talked to you on Monday or whatever it was, and look at us talking right now. Like it's we're talking forever. Exactly. You know? exactly. It takes it, it takes a while, and I really appreciate the fact that, and I think this is where you're going with, um, that he was just like, don't use one instance to change your whole perspective on me. You know, like just one like one thing or one day or one instance does not change all the other things I've done or our experience in the pod. Mm-hmm. And then her saying like, she's not craving him. Yeah. Again, I'm like that mm-hmm. is on you. Yeah. If you're not craving him, which I'm not familiar, but if you're not craving him, mm-hmm. that is you girl. Yeah. Because if he's saying he's coming now, here's what I'll say. Him coming in at some godforsaken hour, turning on lights, telling me he wants to say goodnight to me, and he thinks that now's the time that he's going to try and get something. Yeah. <laughs> that was wrong. you. <laughs> I will be... Listen, if a man's waking me up in the middle of the night thinking he's about to get something, something, it's not happening. No. Um, not really. Mean- maybe, maybe it might. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I had no plans the next day, like if I didn't have yes. to wake up five a.m., yeah, or a hundred percent, if you, it could, yeah, because I crave after my man. Mm-hmm. I want him, like all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's why, like, I might, you might get a response out of me. Yeah, but the fact that, like, but again, if I have to go into the office the next mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. fuck you, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. because I need to be alert so I can go to work. But if I'm not going into the office, if I'm just home and I don't have to log in until nine o'clock in the morning, let's do this. Let's do yeah. this. Let's, you know, but that's my response because I crave for him. Mm-hmm. She is not. No, so but you see, she's like, not you- responding in the same way as like maybe I would or you would or whatever. We're not, we're not responding. Yeah. Responding to him. But you see how initially she was putting it on like us, us, like, you know, we're not doing this or there's no temptation or like we don't make out. And then he was kind of just like, okay, well, um, I hear what you're saying, but like, it's not me because I know what I'm doing. And I, mm. and I was like, okay, yeah. Can I like say how it is? Like, put it indulge, tell me more. And then he, he did explain more. And then she's like, yeah, you know what? They finally got to the root of it. And she's like, yeah, maybe I'm missing that crave. Right. Yeah. And then Which is like, an important thing to have. Yeah, and, and he recognized that. He's like, no bad ailment, but like that's not something you just grow. Like that's not something you just like create, like mm-hmm. you force. Like it's pretty it's either there. Yeah, it's either there yeah. or it isn't. And it, it's there for me. And if it isn't for you, then there isn't it's not going to be. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, goodness, man. Oh. And honestly, so like I could feel this was how it was going to turn out when they had the conversation about his conversation with AD. Right. And how she interpreted it. She's like, well, if people are going to come and say, I don't, I talk about the inability to raise, but you've never, as we found out, have been in, at least with a black man. No, she before. has. No, I thought she said that she's not. I thought he no. said, you're not. Like, I got the impression that she had been, but he said, I know you're not necessarily used to being with black men. He said no. that in the last episode. No, no, no. I, I, I swear it's the opposite. He said, like, you're, you're used to being with black men. Like, she all, like, to me, I'm like, oh, she, all she dates is black men. Like, she has, she's been in here before. That's what the, I, I mean, I have oh, my I subtitles on too. I didn't hear that. I heard, I heard in the last episode that she, or I think the seventh episode, that she has not, like, she's, he was saying that she had not been with a black man. He said that, I know maybe you're not used to being with a black man, or like maybe you're not with them as much as maybe you are with other races or whatever. Oh my God, the complete opposite. Well, you know, what I'll end up Let me, I'm fact-checking right now, because now I need okay, to know. Okay, fact-check, fact-check. Yeah. But I, I thought it was the other way, and you're hearing the other way. So yeah. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe, because again, I just watched this, like, literally rushed through it last night. Right. So, but I don't, I don't know, but... Yeah, I, I, from, from the conversation with AD though, besides that, when she kind of got on the defensive about it, I'm like, but you're not hearing the bigger issue here. There are concerns because being with a black man versus being married to a black man, having interracial children or biracial children with that said black man is two different things. Mm-hmm. Anyone can fuck a black man, but can you then raise his children in the yeah. way that they need to be raised in? Can you deal with the, unfortunately, the oppressions of being with a black man? Yeah. But that's two different things. But I, I think, like, I think she handled that conversation well. I do think ultimately on a whole she did, but initially I was concerned. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When she kept saying like, oh, is her intent, like if her intent was like, yeah, whatever. Yes. Um, But also, I'm sorry, but she needs to stop using the word identity when talking about race. mm -hmm. Drives me nuts. Uh, Yeah, I know. One does not identify as a black person. One does not identify as a Caucasian person. You are that. Is mm-hmm. I mean, there is particular. I think she's definitely using politically correct, politically correct language. Yeah. You know, yeah. But I think like there is at least one white woman out there who wants to identify as a black person. We will talk about that though. Okay. So yeah, I with with Kenneth. Yeah. And Brittany, I don't know. I I think. I mean, I was concerned the race situation would be the issue if they were yeah. to not get past anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but who knew it would actually be because she doesn't actually want her man to um, do anything to her. So anyway. Oh, I also fact-checked, and she he did say, you are used to dating black men. You are used said, to. Yeah, okay. and then she also said in, in earlier on that like she's familiar with these questions because... 
Okay. Relationship. So I got it wrong. Yeah. Oh. Well, then that just makes it even more interesting how she approaches things with him mm-hmm. because I'm, it comes across to me that she is not used to being with men. Right. But she actually has been with black men before. So mm-hmm. it's just it's interesting. But anyway. Yeah. That's that. And and also, too, I mean, this is me kind of putting my blackness out there. But when she kind of says, like, when they're on the boat, oh, my God, when they were on the boat, yeah. the awkwardness of that situation. <laughs> when they cuddle and she's like, oh, you have big hands. And I'm like, honey, that's just black men for you. Black men have big hands. <laughs> I think she didn't know what to say because the whole boat ride was so awkward. So awkward, but it's just like, yeah. If you've been with black men before, you should then know they have big hands. Yeah. So this is, yeah. Anyway, and also, wasn't he a football player too at one point? Oh, I don't remember that. I think he was, or at least he played like maybe college football or whatever. But I think he was. So then that's also a disaster. He has that subtle build to him. Mm-hmm. So anyway, enough of this catch up. We are finally getting into the episode. So episode nine is total as titled, sorry, totaled, titled Secret Rendezvous. And we are going to quickly find out why it's called this. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So first we're with Chelsea and Jimmy and he's back in the house after all of the the issues that we already talked about with the clinginess and all that. Um, because he left. We didn't I don't think we would mention that, but he did leave. Because she said she was gonna leave. And the funny thing here is that she says to him, she's like, you know, him leaving wasn't cool. And he's like, Well, I left because you said you were gonna leave. Which again, it's just very childish, but at the same time, I'm like, if he didn't leave, you probably would have left. So yeah. for him, for her to kind of say, it wasn't cool that you left, but it's like, but he just did exactly what you said you were going to do. Yeah, but to he her, it's like, you. yeah, oh, no, I agree. And, you know, if someone's going to leave, you really rather have the man leave while you're going to have the girl leave, you know, let the girl stay in the home in a safe space. Yeah, um, and I think that is actually commendable. I, I don't give him much, but that yeah. is commendable. And because I thought too, like, well, it's not going to be very safe for you to go. But, and again, we shouldn't as women have to worry about that. But unfortunately, we, we do. Yeah. Um, That doesn't necessarily her reasoning, mean. Her reasoning has to him leaving. It's like, oh, like, I was going to leave because you he said abandoned me. No, but also like, I'm going to leave because you literally said I'm too clingy. So let me give you the space. Yeah, and like, she I see where she wants to said. have that dramatic walkout. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But he got out of her. She quickly yeah. walked down to the backyard. So yeah, you know, there you go. Um, then he left. Yeah. Um. So he says that like he um was it him? He just got yeah he just got ticked off because. You know, about questioning, it wasn't stopping, it never does, which again is true. She doesn't stop questioning him when it comes to 
how do you feel about me? Isn't that like, why did you get me today? And I'm not, like, it's constant. Like, again, maybe just for me, like I'm very low maintenance. My boyfriend is lucky because I am so low maintenance. I can do my shit and I'm good. We'll literally go hours about talking to each other because we're good. But that's me because I'm like, I don't want him up my ass. I don't want to be up his ass. I don't, I don't want that. And it's just so much more peaceful. Now, I'm not saying that anyone should do what I do because that works for me and him. But there should be some level of, you should be able to be in your own space, in your own mind, be alone, and let the other person also have that space to just do their own thing and know that the love is still there and the love isn't going anywhere. Yeah. And I think like jumping on this point you're making, um, she really like emphasized in the pause, like how like her being a flight attendant, like it gives them, like it gives the space in the relationship where she was like, yeah, so healthy. And like, you know what? It's perks. Like this is the positive side. No, but I think her, like in this relationship with Jimmy, no, it's she, like she's going to go crazy when yeah. she's working and uh, has a flight attendant and is away from Jimmy. Me? As soon as she can take her phone off airplane mode, she's going to be texting him, babe, what's going on? Are you okay? Do you still love me? Do you miss me? Like, that's basically yeah. what she's going to do. But like, she's also going to be like really insecure in terms of like, what is he doing? Who is he seeing? Right. But again, like, everyone has their moments. Like, I can self-regulate, but it took me a long time to be able to self-regulate. It wasn't always like that, but I was able to self-regulate. Sometimes my boyfriend, he's not able to. We all have our moments where sometimes it's just like you want to be up that person's ass. But those should be not happening all the time. And it's just not, it's not healthy. It's not, it's not normal to no. be like that. Like I too would feel smothered and suffocated i don't think anything he's saying to her is incorrect she is fucking clingy and she is suffocating him he just needs to find a broader way to say it but he is doing all she is doing all those things to him he should have ended up with jessica because at least she's not going to be up his ass she's a mother she has a child she needs to take care of but anyway, I don't know. So, yeah, she says that she just wants to know when things are bothering him. Um, but he also needs to fix his delivery, which I do agree with. Because, like, if he's fixing his delivery, maybe she can receive it better. But I think we also said earlier that we don't necessarily think that, could, that might change anything. I don't think it. I hope for it, but I don't know if his delivery would have changed how she accepts it. And really, truly, the only way that, like, she can, like, the only thing she can control is how she's accepting it, not how he's delivering it. You can't control how he delivers it, because men are dumb. Um, so yeah, she told him that she 
like we've mentioned before, is never going to initiate sex again because of the comment he made, which we've talked about in length already. Um, but he does say, like, please don't stop initiating sex. Like, he wants her to keep doing it. But I guess we'll see. No, we won't see. We're not going to see. But we'll see if that maybe changes because something tells me this is going to get brought up in the reunion. So we're actually now going to be meeting some of Jimmy's friends. We have two women, Barbara and Maddie, which it is brought up that she isn't sure about how she feels about him having friends that are women, mm-hmm. which is normal, I think. I think, yeah, I think like I feel a lot. If my man came to me and said, oh, like, I have these friends that are women, I'd be like, okay, so when and when did you fuck them? Mm-hmm. When did that happen? But, I mean, there's not a lot of men that I've been friends with that I haven't had sex with at some point. I think for for him, it's more about when did you? Was it recent? Was right. it not recent? So. Right. I think that it's more about when did it happen in conjunction to when we met. But like, I mean, I would think. So did you? Like, when did when? But I don't think this is a situation between Jimmy and these friends. I think he, I think strictly platonic. Mm-hmm. Um, because they refer to him as like, he's kind of like her brother. So I don't think anything's have happened with them. But, um, they um uh hold on. They says she thinks he is ready for marriage. Oh no no no, got it. So it is brought up that Chelsea was married before. And they do ask, like, Lisa, why did you sign up for this? Like we know why he did, but why did you? And she says like she is she thinks she is ready for marriage again. Um, she says she was young when she married, um, her ex-husband, but she says like, now she's matured, which I thought was funny. Cause I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. um, not enough. I don't know if you fully matured yet. Um, and she said that she took the time to heal. Mm-hmm. No. I don't think you did, because if you did give yourself time to heal, you wouldn't be projecting the hurt from your relationship or relationships onto him. And that is a very hard thing to do, honestly, but you're projecting the hurt from other men into this relationship with Jimmy. So no, you haven't given yourself time to heal. And honestly, giving your, I don't know if he's been in therapy. I hope she has, but I'm a huge advocate of that. And you, especially when coming out of a marriage, especially when you were young in that marriage to begin with, therapy is kind of the thing that helped me get past and through what I went through in my previous relationship. And that takes more than just time. You need like an advocate in that too, but 
nonetheless, um, then they bring up, or better yet, she brings up randomly to these people she doesn't know about her not initiating sex anymore, and here's why. And I'm like, these people don't even know you that well. Yeah, girl, and she she do that, she does that too. Clearly, that's like her personality to like everyone not keep a secret. Everyone, I'm fucking him. She needs the whole world to know she's fucking Jimmy. But she and also just airs their private conversation all the time. Yes, are you like? I mean, if you're having a conversation like that with your friends to a certain extent, I mean, really and truly, no one that I am friends with knows intimate details about my sex life in that sense i might open up a little bit because i'm comfortable in 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 that but it's it's still i'm barely scratching the surface because that is personal between me and him and i mean i might get a little deeper with like my best friend because we've known each other for 20 plus years we're comfortable in those conversations but honestly we're talking in general senses not like particular things but there's just certain conversations and that comes with with growth that comes with mature maturing through you know your 20s or whatever and you tend to not have those conversations because that was i will say this now jimmy might get tired of her constantly putting shit on blast with them Maybe not. I don't know. But that was the biggest bone of contention between me and my ex-husband. Because I would talk a lot about our sex life. He hated it. He would tell me, can you stop? That is personal between us. And when we did get married, I did stop. It, It was something I didn't talk about. Because it's personal. But I've taken that and I've grown from that because I don't do that going forward. But this coming out and like telling your her his friends everything, not cool. Not cool. Um but they um they asked her, like, you know, because we start talking about everything that happened. And uh, she go i mean i would say something like this but she says like i love his dot 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 heart when really that's just not what she was trying to say at all she was trying to say i love something else but anyway she loves how emotional he can get so apparently he may or may not have cried during sex was again that is so personal this so yeah that's something you don't talk about with anybody like i mean i wouldn't say my man cries during sex i'm also not saying that he does he doesn't but i'm just trying to say like that clearly was an emotional response in the moment where He's clearly in some sort of euphoric state and he's getting emotional. And honestly, like, 
kudos to you, Chelsea. You made your pussy man cry. But like, that's not something you talk about to the whole world to basically see, or you're telling his friends or whatever. Like, that's just, there's no filter with her. I'm noticing. Like, it's, and I've noticed, but it's just, no, no. But it's only to her advantage, you know, like, say Jimmy say something, like, she's gonna go berserk. Yeah, exactly, because how dare the man talk about how great her pussy is, you know what I mean? She needs to add accountability into her dictionary. (laughs) It's true. I mean, I, but again, me having those, like, this is a kind of conversation that I would have personally with my boyfriend between me and him. No one else is aware. And we do that. Of course we do. It's, it's, it's our thing, but it's, I wouldn't want the things like thinking about it makes me actually make me want to crawl out of my skin. But there are things that we say to each other in private that if he were to say those things to a friend, I would lose my mind. But I think also at the same time, he wouldn't particularly like it either. Like, she gives me the vibe that she would take a picture of his dick and show her friends. Like, how big he is. Like, that's what she would do. That's what I feel like. And, like, accidents happen because I'm not like my friend because she was going through my WhatsApp for whatever reason, or she was actually using my phone for another reason, then for whatever fucking reason, she ended up on my WhatsApp and saw a picture of my man's dick. It was a long time ago. But she's like, oh, what this? And I'm like, mind your business. So shit like that can happen if your friends are nosy like mine. But you shouldn't be offering the information. That's what I feel like she would do. Um, but yeah, so then she tells them, you know, how he says she was clingy and all of this. And his friends actually put him on blast a little bit because he's like, you're complaining that she's clingy and basically insinuating that he's clingy himself. Mm-hmm. He's the kind of person that if she like doesn't touch him in the night, the way he expects her to, that he would like, she not like me anymore. I don't get those vibes from Jimmy. No. I don't get that vibe from him at all. I get that from Chelsea, though. Chelsea would be like, oh my God, he didn't kiss me right. Like, that's basically what she was saying to the whole time. Like, he didn't kiss me. It wasn't so much that he didn't kiss her, it's that he didn't kiss me on the lips. Because every other kiss he described that happened that night was like, I kissed you on the forehead in the morning. Oh, and then I kissed you on your cheek or whatever. Or on top of your head because you had just gotten ready. You had your makeup on. I didn't want to ruin your makeup. But he is showing her affection, but he's not showing it in the way she wants him to. Mm-hmm. Please, I love a forehead. I love forehead kisses. That makes me feel ooey, ooey, gooey, gooey inside. Mm-hmm. My boyfriend doesn't do forehead kisses. My ex did. My ex had forehead kisses all the time. And I loved them. Um, it made you feel all nice gooey inside. But that's not enough for her. And I was like, come on. But yeah, he she kind of says, like, at first I felt kind of weird about him having friends that are women, but 
I think you guys are really cool. And I think we would both probably be like really close. So she's seems to be kind of okay. She says like, obviously her insecurities is kind of maybe what formed that opinion initially, um, which is, yeah, I can't, I can't say too much about that because I probably be the same way. Yeah. I wouldn't like it. All right. Jeremy and Laura. He is meeting her family. Mm -hmm. And what I found with the meeting of the family is she really put him on blast throughout this in certain situations. And I'm going to go work in order as to like what happened. So like the first thing was kind of like, oh, he has Hawaiian shirts and I hate Hawaiian shirts. Oh, he has a motorcycle. I don't want him riding a motorcycle. And what I found too was her family, especially her, her sister was kind of like, um, it's not that big of a deal if he likes Hawaiian shirts. Yeah. It's a form of self-expression and you're basically trying to muffle it. And that's not okay, which I kind of agree with. I don't give yeah, a shit too. if he wants to wear a Hawaiian shirt. Um, like that's your, it doesn't matter. Um, and she kind of says like, well, he said he had like this self-expression or not self-expression, but he had like this great sense of style and that doesn't show he has a great sense of style. And I'm like, that's 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 an interesting take just because he has a Hawaiian shirt anyway then she brings up the DMs of it all between him and Sarah or technically Sarah and him just liking it which we didn't talk about what do we think about him like acknowledging the messages at all on Instagram wait sorry what was that what is your thoughts on him liking the message on instagram that she said yeah okay i see he had intentions where he's like oh i'm gonna tell laura this and blah 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 blah. um i do think like okay harding it is giving the wrong impression Mm -hmm. which we all now know that mm -hmm, maybe he did have those exact intentions yeah um i agree with the sister like you know you could have just done a thumbs up you know or you could have left it on red i mean i don't know i didn't know that he didn't have to acknowledge it at all. Leaving it on red, that shows he, you you read it. Yeah, you read but it and you're like, no. What know? I'm interested to know, I think it's kind of important to know when we're filming versus when Instagram made changes to their DMs in terms of how you can react to something. Because right. before, I can't remember when now, but before, you didn't have all the options you have now on instagram in the dms you could only heart it that's all you could do where now it's you can do the thumbs up you can do all these different things to acknowledge it if you really had to i mean they definitely had that then because a sister brought it up that's true but also i'm, I'm gonna play devil's advocate here is she, like was she making that comment because that's something you can do on Facebook Messenger is you can do the thumbs up and whatever. Like 
the advancements between Facebook Messenger was already there. Okay. It wasn't on Instagram. When they combined Messenger between Facebook and Instagram, that's when the changes happened. Yeah. And is it that she's just saying it because that's that's what you can do on Facebook? Or was she saying it was it an wasn't it an incorrect statement dependent on when this happened? Because we have to remember, like they filmed this like a while back. Sure. Like, pretty sure season five was filmed like I mean, we did the timeline already in season five. Go back if you want to. <laughs> it's just, I just wonder. That's, okay. that's where I'm coming I from. I mean, if that's the case, say if they didn't have any other options and it was just a part, mm-hmm. either you leave it on red or you could acknowledge the beginning part. Like, hey, I appreciate those kind of words, but like, um, like nothing's like, nothing's the choice I made. Yeah. The choice it's I made. Choice I made, choice I made. Yeah. Like, leave it has that. Mm-hmm. You could have done that. Because the heart kind of leaves it like, oh, what are you liking? Do you like the first part or do you like the second part? Exactly. And when I don't know more. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm in this weird spot with like, you should have left it alone. You should have liked it mm-hmm. or hearted it. But at the same time, I do think she's hyperbolic and her family yeah. kind of agrees or kind of leads to say, yeah, she's hyperbolic. Yeah. And how are you going to handle that? Mm-hmm. But we're going to skip ahead because Sharon has to leave soon. But we're going to talk about what happened with this whole situation mm-hmm. um, because that's important. Yep. And I don't think she's being hyperbolic in this situation. No, she handled that so well. So well. I was like, I need to take notes. <laughs> like, it was good. It was, listen, I she have caught him. I have been in these moments. There is nothing like a woman. We, even if you actually are a lawyer, like Sharon is, <laughs> we're all lawyers when it comes to these men. Okay. Yeah. You can't fuck with us. We're going to find it. Oh, yeah. She caught him right into, into exactly where she wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. You know? So basically she comes downstairs and she's like, so what the fuck happened last night? Like, you apparently he came home at five o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and she's like the bars close at two so what were you doing for three hours well i'll tell you what he was doing for three hours so apparently from his perspective they were supposed to go to like a karaoke bar it was the i guess some of the pop people were going to be going to karaoke bar the venue changed and he went to a lost and found mm-hmm. and he was told by this particular pod mate that Sarah Ann was going to be there. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, I'm not going to let her dictate what I do, so I'm still going to go. Which very well might have been a process that came through his mind, but I don't think it's as simple as that. Yeah, neither do I. So he says, yes, you know, things close at two, whatever. He doesn't not acknowledge that, but he says, we hung back until five o'clock and we talked. Mm-hmm. Well, first so, he didn't really say that. He didn't? What did he say? He was kind of being like wishy-washy. She's like, mm-hmm. oh, like, like he was kind of like beating around the bush just to see what he could away with. Go, yeah, if he could say there's lie. So he was kind of like, oh, like, you know, I, you know, understand that it was late. So I gave you that reassurance by giving you my location. My location. And then she's like, that's not reassurance. Like, I... 
location oh. shouldn't be the thing that reassures me. Like, who do you think I like? Why should I be the one looking at your location constantly and be like, oh yeah, he's just here at this mm-hmm. hour time? And that's re- no reassurance is coming home at a decent hour. Reassurance is like conver- com- communicating with me. Like that's the reassurance that you should be aiming for, not sending. Like I'm sleeping. What is your location even supposed to do if I'm if I'm knocked out? Which I'm like, this is where she caught him. This is what. But again, to kind of add on to that, mm-hmm. just because you're sharing your location means nothing. If you decide that you're going to fuck, you could fuck in someone's car in the location yeah. that she thinks you are in. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. No. And that shouldn't be the case. Like, I shouldn't be like, like, it shouldn't be like, I need to see your location to know what you're doing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, no. I don't have my boyfriend's location. Yeah. I've thought about it, but I don't, I, 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 no, I'm kidding. I don't have his location, but we communicate with each other. I pretty much know where he is at every given moment of the day. Yeah. Because we communicate with each other. Yeah. And like, that's what she needs. And then let's continue on with this because this is great. Yeah. She says, well, if you're going to give someone's location, you should think about what you're going to be doing first. Because mm-hmm. you weren't at the place in the oh, area no, where the lost and found is. Before you were in this the happened. area. Oh, there's more? There's Yeah, before you're, the tea was spinning here. I Honestly, this was ingrained in my head because it was so good. Before mm-hmm. this happened, she like then reiterates, okay, again, where were you? Because mm-hmm. don't expect me to be watching your location at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Where were you? And then he goes... This is where I'm like, you're an idiot. He goes, I'm maybe me. I don't want to talk about it right now. Right, that's right. Oh, that's like, right. He can't come. He he doesn't. He can't form. He's not talking about this right now. I'm like, he are can't. you for real? She, you, yeah. You don't get to dictate what you talk about. Uh huh. Then if my pants rolling into if we were living together and he's rolling in at five o'clock in the morning, which would never happen. Mm-hmm. But if that were to happen, I would be saying the exact same thing. Where yes. the fuck were you? Yeah. At five then, o'clock in the morning. Exactly. So he did he did that bullshit. She was like, nah. Like, nah. And then um And then that's when she, she was like, uh whatever, like where whatever. She that's when he was like, Okay, this is this is it seems like she didn't so then he goes on to be like, Oh, I was in the we were in the parking lot after yes. phone close. And then she's like and then he's like, no, you were in the area and then where like, Sarah Ann lived. Was. Like, there's an alleyway. And then he was trying to, like, say, like, oh, yeah, I was in that and alleyway. And then what were you doing in the alleyway? Why would you have me to be in an alleyway? And that's when she's like, at 5 a.m., I saw your location. And I was like, you were in the area where Sarah Ann lives. Yeah. And that's. Y'all and that's be fucked. He fucked her. He fucked 100%. Sarah Ann. hundred percent. And. When she's like, I'm done. I want out of this. And she walks away. Mm-hmm. Did you see his reaction? Did no, you all okay. see his reaction? Tell he me. went on his phone for like a second. And then he threw the phone in anger. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't see that. He threw his phone in complete anger. Yeah. The look on his face. He was he, he, furious. Because yo, he he could only be mad at himself at that point. Like you, you actually oh, yeah. were slick. And the reason why we know that they fucked that night or that morning mm-hmm. because what Sarah Ann says during the meeting 
when she's sitting and talking with one of the other women. I can't remember who it was. Oh, really? Yes, because she says, he told me that he would leave me or leave her for him for me. Like, he told me that. And she has this confidence of, he told me that he's going to leave her to be with me. That yeah. same trope where men are like, I'm going to leave my wife for you when they never do. That's that's basically, he probably told her that in the heat of the passion. Yeah. While he's Maybe. bubbles deep in her and saying, I'm going to yeah. leave her for you. Yeah. And she believed it. Because no, at the end of the day, absolutely not. Like, even if you're going to have a chat with her, like, absolutely, you're not going to have a chat with her at 3 a.m. to 5 a.m. or 2 to 5 a.m. Or 11 p.m. to 5 a.m. in a freaking car in a parking lot and, and not feel the need to come home and not feel the need to maybe like let's go for lunch to have this conversation. Like, no, I'm sorry. She is valid to believe that anything and everything has happened. The fact that they were so open with the fact that they wanted to fuck each other, they yeah. said that to each other in the pods. Mm-hmm. do not make me think that you guys didn't fuck you yeah, did. like you resisted each other if especially oh, no. with alcohol mm. no he's, and she he's has done clearly no respect for the yeah. fact that he is with somebody else she has no respect for it she had that like from before they even saw each other yeah so but like we did also talk about we can talk about briefly i know you gotta go soon but we only have like a few minutes anyway no worries is this man is a dog because he was engaged yep. when he met Marie went on, on, on the show. When he signed up for the show, yeah. Yeah. He claims, because I do have an article on it, but I'll just briefly go over it. He claims that he wasn't living with her anymore, that they were not together anymore. Um, They had the house that they lived in, but he wasn't living in it. They were selling it. Um, and he's claiming all of that. Meanwhile, his fiance is claiming, or ex fiance is claiming that they were living together. They were together when he signed up on for the show. And her mom is also getting involved in it too, which I think her mom should stay out of it. She doesn't have all of the details, like what she would have, but you know, he, he is definitely something is off. Mm-hmm. with this as well as i believe she has a kid too she has a son that's not his but she does have a son so it just seems oops i don't know i think um i think the truth is somewhere in the middle with him when and, and this ex-fiance i mean based on how he's going about this situation i'm not surprised that um, he blurred the lines, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he's as great as he uh, comes across to be. <laughs> yeah. But that's it. That's it for this that's episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to finish up with the episode on my own. There's not really a lot to talk about. And um, we just have Amy and Johnny, and then we have, I think, Aidy and Clay. I think we really covered the chunk of it. So we're just going to quickly go over these other people. So Amy and Johnny, they're going to be me. They're going to be doing like dance class, which they do. I think they did the bachata, I think is what they did. Um, They're going to 
apply it to their wedding, hopefully. Anyway, and then basically the other thing that happens is she's meeting his family, she's making cookies and everything like that, and then they show up and they really love her. He has two sisters, Maria and I think that was Anna, um, and I think it, Maria's fiance was there too, and they love her. They think that love really is blind because they love her that much. But that's basically it for Amy and Johnny. It's not a lot. A lot of their stuff was in the other episode, which we did go over, but there'll be more in depth in the actual episode there. And then the other thing that happened here is AD and Clay, which again, we talked about, you know, the, we did talk about it, about the conversation um, that was had. But basically what we didn't mention in that was his mom and what she had to kind of say to both of them about this because he's really complaining about like how she's not satisfied with the time that he does give her and his work is really important to him. Um, and he started working pretty much right away. She didn't. And he he's not really seeming to budge a lot on that, but his mom tells AD, first of all, you do need to respect his work and his timing with that. But she also then goes to him and says, you also need to respect the fact that she wants the time and you do need to make the time. Work is important, yes, but so is your marriage. So, yeah. I just, again, we need to talk about this. We just didn't really appreciate the fact that this conversation was happening now. <laughs> but that's basically it on the episode, um, on this episode. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. If you want to hear more about, um, um, from Sharon, we're actually going to be, um, shortly recording a, an episode for my other podcast, Next Take Podcast. That is going to be coming out in two weeks. Um, it's coming out in the first week of March. Um, I don't remember the exact date, but it's coming out in the first week of March. Um, I believe March 7th, where we're going to be highlighting Women's History Month or Day. I can't remember if it's a month or a day. Sorry. But anyways, we're going to be highlighting that and we're going to be having a really fun conversation on on that um on that as well as Letitia is supposed to be on the episode as well for those who remember Letitia from the Sister Wives episodes as well as um Family Chantel she is going to be on that too so we're going to have a fun conversation kind of talking about women and the challenges we face and all of that so if you're interested definitely you can hop over there I am going to probably be giving you guys a little sneak peek as a short bonus um in sometime in March as well in case you know you want to take a listen see what it's all about for hopping in but yes we're we're gonna have a little some fun over there but other than that that is it for episode nine so if you like what you heard please rate review 
the podcast on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Also, don't forget that uh, you can also share us with everyone in your life if you really love us. And I do want to read those reviews. I'm definitely getting five-star ratings, but I want to read those reviews. So send me those reviews and I will read those four and five-star reviews on the podcast. Also, we're on every one of your favorite podcast apps, every one of them, including you can find us on YouTube at Reality Tea Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by going to either Facebook or Instagram at Reality Tea Times 2. You can also find us on Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, and Reality Tea Times 2 Pod. We also have our email, which is at Reality Tea Times 2 at Hotmail.com. Definitely want to hear from you guys. And we also have our new website where you can listen to all of these episodes. You can review the podcasts on there as well. You can connect with me in any way, all the stuff. It's all there. And you can find me there at www.realitytimes2, I'll spell it out, um, dot podpage.io. It's there. And don't forget, I also have my other podcast with my friend Mikkel, Next Week Podcast, where we talk about all kinds of different topics. We are finishing up with our Black History Month series right now, so it's, it's been great over there. Um, but you can find us on any of your favorite podcast apps over there as well. Or you can also go to YouTube um, and you can go to Next Take Podcast, as well as our website, which is solo.to forward slash Next Take Podcast. Um, so yeah, there's with that. And that's basically that. And again, don't forget, if all of this information is overwhelming, we do have all of the links everything in our show notes but that is it for now guys thanks bye